Welcome to episode 96 of Flights, Football, and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most, not as good as some. How you doing? Just grand. More on that later. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, grand. Grand. Uh, sports are in the second segment, though. All right. So we'll, we'll save it. You know, the listeners can only imagine what I'm talking about. I'm breathless with anticipation. Um, hey, it's October seventeenth, correct? Yeah, October seventeenth. Get you know that's two weeks from it today is, is it Halloween. Is, it is two weeks from today. It's Halloween. Yep. So, I think we talked. We're doing another October fast. Yeah. Um, coming up, like we did, might be a little different because we may have had too many tastings on the first October fast. Ken, is that possible? No, not really. Okay. But so the listeners can keep track of them. Oh. And. Man, keep up. Tonight, um, wife trumps uh, listeners and friends with their donations. So <laughs> Liz picked these up uh, while she was out and about and at one of, uh, I think a couple of them, one came from Horrocks and one, the other two came from Opperman's. So Jeff Laporte. Grandpa Blackhawk, thank you for your donations, and we will get to them. Trust, trust us; we're, we're, they will not go to waste. Um, but our first tasting, our fine friends at Awesome Brothers Beer Company, have come out with another in the Merc series, Count Mercula. <gasps> got a cartoonish, oh, cartoonish Dracula on the can. Yeah. So, and you know. I don't know if we've ever given anything from Austin Brothers a bad rating, but... No, I don't think so. Uh, there's been enough now. I'm, I don't know, I, I'm not going to put it out of... Out of uh, shoot, I don't have any. i got to come up with some Halloween theme music. Yeah. That will be sued by John Carpenter. Maybe. Or did he do the music? No, yeah, he I'm was not sure. A, he was a director. And you gave the specifics on this? Oh, not yet. Thank you for the reminder. It yeah. comes in at 7.2% alcohol. Healthy. And 50 IBUs. All right. The old Merck series. I'm going out of the real seafood glass. I think I've got O's. I do. O's Bar Pub and Grill. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Very fruity. I a, almost smell a little uh a new hemp, hemp hemp smell what? to it. <laughs> no. No. That's a New England IPA. Very murky. Very murky and it's Well, I guess there could be a first time for everything. <laughs> oh, you're saying you jinxed yourself? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I mean, I'm not tasting anything in there that's... What is that? I don't know. Um, there's the. I'm going to look it up while you... Uh, I think we have a little uh, business Corrections to attend corner. to. Yeah, yeah, a little business to attend to. Yep, sure do.
that's and you might a, that's such a bad mistake you played the it, theme song it did. twice i was gonna say that's exactly why i did that because uh yeah i messed that up so the reason uh why i have a corrections corner is last week mike mentioned or started off uh the nfl part of the sports segment and said the granddaddy of them all and i just reminded him that the uh rose bowl was you know is deemed the granddaddy of them all and so we had a little banter back and forth and i said you know oh yeah they were probably wrong for like what 37 years which was an egregious mistake because the first rose bowl was played in 1902 uh january 1st of course u of m beat the snot out of stanford 49 to 0 and apparently it was just such a thrashing that they didn't want to play it for another 14 years Okay. Because they went on a 14-year hiatus. So in uh, 1916, Washington State beat Brown 14 to zero. All right. So you get, you know, you bring in an Ivy League school, beat them up a little bit. So that's, so this what 1960. So it'd be 105, 106 instead of 37. Right. Instead of 37. Ah, right. You were off by a couple. It doesn't. And it know. wasn't until 1923 that the actual Rose Bowl Stadium was built. Now. I think I'm going to say you're being a little uh, too hard on yourself for that corrections corner, Dave. Because, yeah, had you Why? not said anything, yeah, I wouldn't even count as a corrections corner because I thought when you said 37 years, what like for 37 years now, yeah, I just assumed that was sarcasm, meaning you know it's been going on a long time, but you just didn't know how long. Because yeah. everybody knows, so I, if you if you wouldn't have said anything, I wouldn't even call you out on it. I thought you know, just be, I thought you were just joking around. I didn't say anything at the moment, but yeah. I, I was kind of in the back of my mind. I was sitting there thinking, thirty-seven years—that's stupid. That's really dumb to even just throw that out there. I could have said a hundred, and people wouldn't have batted an eye either. Right. Well, I didn't bat an eye because I just thought it, you know I thought it, you were just joking around. But hey, yeah. I, I like a stand-up guy. You you know you misspoke and you corrected yourself that that's there's honor thank you mike um this is a new england style ipa with s t y r i a n styrian styrian s t y i i like your say i like the second one it sounds better styrian yeah it sounds more styrian wolf and equinot yeah 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 so e q u e k u a n o t equinot I'm not going to try to name drop, but I'm so gonna, good. It's I'm, scary. <laughs> I'm not going to, the purpose isn't to name drop, but I'm going to anyway. But when we had, when we were interviewing Blake, um, you know, he said they like to get pretty creative and every once in a while when they can afford it. Uh Oh, yep. Uh Oh, is that the bat phone? Yeah, that's the bat phone. And I normally turn them all down. Mike, I never and, knew. And once, one slip by this one wow. slip past the goalie there. No way. Feel like a teenager without a condom. <laughs> When we had Blake on the pod, what was that, episode 76 or something like that? Yeah, he, he, he was talking about how he and his brother, particularly his brother, because his brother's really the main brewmaster, and they like to mess around when they can afford to get some of those boutique or those um, less available um, hops, you know, and try to, try to mix and match right. and try to do some creative stuff with them. Uh, but anyway, and this is probably what that is. That could be. Um, still, uh, me, yeah, still me, debating yeah, it. Yeah, you know, maybe be a little less creative. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Like I said, I, I've got two thirds to go yet, so yeah. 
We'll see. All right. I know you said you've been watching some things, so typically I take the lead. Yep. But I've been more sports-oriented this past week, so haven't really seen much. Okay. And probably, quite frankly, I'm still probably a little bit mourning over the uh, billions the, news uh, that I yeah. broke last week yeah. on the pod. Yeah. So. All right, so I'll start off in uh... – so, uh, no Ted this last week because I finished up Ted with a season finale last week. So, Ted Lasso on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, again, still really pissed off about uh, the character Nate the Great and uh, him defecting to the other team. So, we'll see how that goes in uh, season three. Then, um, uh, C. Yes. No. You're, you're pointing at me. Yes, to... and from somebody who does not watch Ted Lasso, this is not smart as a Defected right. to the other team, literally the other t- coaching team, or like he another another sexual team. preferences. No, 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 no. no. Oh, okay. no, 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 right. it was I not a. It. All right, it was not. Yeah, a, I didn't know what kind. You know, like no. say I've never seen it, so no, just a, one of the other Premier League teams. He 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 was one of the assistants. Ted brought him up. He was the he was the equipment guy, you know, and he had some ideas. And Ted let him like, hey, let's run with it. You know, great idea. And he brought him on and made him an assistant coach and. You know, he just had got the warm fuzzies, you know, with the whole team camaraderie thing, and and then all of a sudden he gets super pissed off because he doesn't feel like he's, uh, you know, he's getting his he's getting his fair share of the the props. So right, yeah, and it's not really it's kind of a spoiler alert, not a spoiler alert. You know, if you if you were watching it all or watching along, if you have to binge the whole thing, sorry, but um, the the way that it happens is still. Um, yeah, it'll still piss you off, even though even though you know what's going to happen now. So, uh, Jason uh, Momoa and um, Dave Batista in C S E E. If you have not been following along with the pod in in the last few weeks, um, that was the season finale, season finale two that just happened. All right, uh, came out this Friday. But I got to tell you, if Sylvia Hook hoax H O E K S Hoax. Sounds Hoax. good to me. Hoax. I think I no. I don't know. It's one of the two. But uh, if she doesn't get some kind of an Emmy or um, some kind of an award, I'm telling you what. I don't know. I don't know where she brings out the batshit crazy. Like, yeah, she takes it to another level in the season finale. I mean, it, it's kind of like here's how here's how crazy it is. You would think like a Momoa Batista battle. Right, because right. they do. They face off their brothers in the show. Um, you'd think that would be the, you know, whatever whatever happens with that, you'd think that would be the season finale. And no, the season finale is um, Queen Kane or former Queen Kane, uh, and the the job that uh, Sylvia does, uh, portraying this completely out of her mind, psycho, batshit crazy woman is yeah. And then I've got two more, but I'll let uh, what, you. And that for the million, that's Apple TV. Both that's of those Apple shows, TV both Plus. Those, yeah, I might have to break down and get those because because I can't watch them any other way. And what we just watched, ladies and gentlemen, to give you an idea for those listening, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week to know when we record. For whatever reason, the great Bill Belichick, the greatest fucking football mind of all fucking time. 21-20 lead, and he's throwing. Whoops, pick six. You're now losing, Bill. Yeah, we know it was TB12 that stirred his fucking drink. Belichick's a fucking loser. I hate Bill Belichick. 
Man, why wasn't this really? why wasn't this in segment two? <laughs> now watch, I just jinxed him. I'm sure the Patriots will come back and win this fucking game. But it's twenty one to twenty. And he's fucking throwing the ball. He just threw a pick six. Are you fucking kidding me? The hoodie. You're a loser. Tom Brady you you I want I demand he fucking calls Tom Brady tonight and apologize to him and say I'm nothing without you, Tom. <laughs> And then pulls a uh, David Carradine. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, anyway, I the first thing that Liz and I watched, and I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. And I'm gonna draw a name of the draw a blank on the name of the special, and I think Nick Connors actually was at. I don't know if the one that was actually recorded, because I don't know how many shows he did in Detroit. But there's a Dave Chappelle comedy show on Netflix. Okay. I forget the name of it already. Just watched it three days ago. Hilarious. Anything Dave Chappelle um, does is Yeah. Um, he takes a little heat from the uh, transgender folks and the um, the yeah. letter group. Right. That I, I always screw up. The LBGTQ. LGBT. TQ. Yeah. Right, okay. And he and uh and the, the, the only reason I, and I, that was an excellent special. If for no other reason, you gotta you gotta watch. I'm not gonna spoil it because he he says that I don't. But if for if no other reason, you gotta watch the special till Dave Chappelle tells you the name of the children's book he's writing. I'll leave it. At, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I literally I. Because we're, we're Liz and I are in bed watching TV, you know, TV's in front of me. I got the pillows propped up. I literally kind of like veed up. Sandwiched. And, sandwiched. Yeah, excellent. I sandwiched in laughter. It was so hilarious. Um, but yeah, so. Well, there's probably a reason why Dave Chappelle like disappeared. Yeah. For, and, and it's <laughs> like in the first sometime. 15, 18 minutes. So even if yeah. you don't like Dave Chappelle, but you got to listen, you got to watch at least the first 18 minutes to find out the name of Dave Chappelle's children's book. It's writing. really funny that you bring this up because I, I was, you know, going through and uh, doing some other YouTube stuff uh, for work and then. Uh, looking up some other things uh, for the pod tonight, but and I, I wrote this down so I could look at it later. But um, it's uh, just a, a YouTube clip, uh, Dave Chappelle stand up, and it just says uh, Dave Chappelle mocks the um, the cancel culture. And they, go, oh my God, is what is he doing now? He's he's asking to be canceled or something. I don't know. Well, and um. Bill Belichick in perfect style just packed it right up my ass. And Mac Jones throws a bomb to retake the lead over the Cowboys. And Bill Belichick says, I'm the greatest, you stupid fuck. And that's why you only have three listeners, you dumb son of a bitch. Oh, man. I knew I should have just kept my mouth shut when they threw that pick six. Son of a bitch. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> that was perfect timing. Yeah, yeah well, a 75-yard touchdown pass. Boom. <laughs> See, I, don't, I don't know what that guy's in on a fix. But uh, anyway, let's get back to business here, Dave. Yeah, but anyway, a side yeah. note to that is on another podcast I listened to, the Jesselneck Rosenthal Vanity Project, JRVP, Junior Vice President, is... <laughs> um, and Anthony Jessen, like had the audacity to call like Dave Chappelle out, like, oh, I don't know what his big deal 
with the tr- the trans community, this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, um, and I love Anthony Jeselnik. I think Anthony Jeselnik is hilarious. Right. But Anthony Jeselnik talks about abortion, rape, killing children, murdering babies, and, and he's going to call Dave Chappelle out just because. And, and really, Dave Chappelle, and spoiler alert on a comedy special, I think the point that Dave Chappelle just makes about the trans community is he, he, he says basically that he's jealous because in such a short time, the trans community has made more progress than oh, yeah. African-Americans. African-American. Yeah, I thought that was pretty much... Because I, I, now that you're talking about this, I think I've seen it. But, that, but I think, but like That's Anthony Jeselnik said, because this is a new one, oh. but Anthony Jeselnik says he, he does this and all, and he doesn't know why. Because like Jeselnik's point was like, I did a, I did a uh, joke about abortion and I don't think I, you know, it was about a 20 minute bit. Right. And now he doesn't think he can do another joke about abortion again because he, he just figured you don't go to the well that many times. Right. But anyway. But yeah, so well, I mean, if you're going to talk about hot topics, right. and you, you know what I mean, you're, you're, yeah, you're doing it to get attention. You're doing it to get, you know, views and likes, and you know, you know, uh, uh, it's the, it's like uh, shit. What's his name? Howard Stern was the shock jock oh, for yeah. a while because he would talk about anything, because yep. people would, hey, did you hear what Howard Stern said? Blah, 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 you know, and people would tune in because yep. they couldn't believe what he said. I exactly. Mean, so, you know, it could, it could be along that line. But I don't know. I mean, Dave Chappelle is, is mostly known because, you know, this he, he brings out stuff in our culture that, you know, is kind of like either A, people might think about but are, wouldn't dare talk about, or, you know, just aspects and perspectives about things that happen in our culture that you're like, you know, that, that put it in a kind of a, like a funny light so we can laugh at ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I think that's when you're a genius in comedy right. like that, you can do you can find that perspective that nobody's really thought about, but yet everybody kind of chuckles and right. and that's the key. Everybody chuckles right. and laughs at how we are as humans and the in the and some of the dumb things we do and say. Right. But anyway, like I say, if for no other reason, find out what he's uh, called his uh, yeah. child <laughs> his, his child <laughs> children's book. Children's book. Um all right, back to you. What else have you seen? Okay, so uh, confession, if I may. Father, I yep. may have sinned. Um, I have never really seen Anchorman all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces. I saw the the uh, the alleyway brawl with all the other news anchor teams. I saw that bit. But for the first time ever, I saw Anchorman, the legend of Ron Burgundy, for the first time all the way through. And that is funny shit. Ron Burgundy, yes. Yeah. Um I think you're accurate there, even though I don't like what you said. I, uh, um, <laughs> have you seen it all the way through? Yes. Okay. I'm. I'm not a. I don't like. Are other you, than you don't like Will Ferrell. Right. Other than what about Frank the Tank? No. Frank. No. Will Ferrell's best. Well, I love Will Ferrell and Elf. Okay. Right. So that's another story, and then Will Ferrell in Wedding Crashers. Oh, Mom, for sure. Meatloaf. And Will Ferrell in Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Will Ferrell, in my opinion, is a Saturday Night Live skit actor. And he's hilarious and all. Right. To watch Step Brothers, probably because I can't, if there's anybody that I like less than Will Ferrell, it's John C. Riley. Okay. <laughs> and so 
Really Will Ferrell's movies I do not enjoy. Yeah, there were so I, I'm, I'm not going to say I didn't laugh at all at Ron Burgundy. Right. But then was it was it the what about drive it like you stole it, Ricky Bobby? I hate that was worse than that oh, was okay. worse than. Uh, <laughs> like so, yeah, the, the conversations was, yeah. around the dinner table. You that, don't think yeah, that, that was, was good? fucking worse than uh, Ron Burgundy? But what was <laughs> was it? The end was was, was there two Ron Ron Burgundy? Were there two parts of that movie, or is it just one movie? Because what? No, what, I think there's an Anchorman too. A, a, Ron Burgundy, Anchorman, yeah. It, I, th- I think there's think an Anchorman too. Where which Anchorman? I think it was the second one because I thought I actually kind of sort of liked the second one. Yeah. And what one is it? They fight like, um, Rock'em Sock'em Robots and Knights, the Gladiators, and everything, and all the news teams are fighting at the end of the movie. It's either the first or second. I, I mean, might, they're fighting. Uh, maybe they. And I thought they it was just, both. I, well, I they thought fight it was just the Legend a, of Ron Burgundy. I thought it was just the dumbest thing in the world and. Did not enjoy it whatsoever. <laughs> okay. Um, and so then, where did you see that at? Just I don't. I I, yeah. I think it was just on. It may have actually been on um, Charter Spectrum while I was doing some work, working oh, okay. at the desk, okay. and I was kind of yeah. watching it while I was doing work. I ended up actually watching it more than I did work. But uh, the only other thing I watched was Black Widow. Uh, it's now on Disney Plus. So if you have a Disney Plus subscription, we have that. And you're what into Marvel. Widow? She's a Marvel. Oh, She's right. one of the Avengers. Her backstory, yeah. you know, if you if you were ever curious, I don't know. I don't think the ratings were that great with it. They were good for a couple weeks, but um, it was good. I, it's not something I'm going to watch over and over and over again. But then one of the coolest things I did I saw earlier in the week, and I saw this on my um, on my Echo show. So, you know, we've got one of those little Echo yep. TV things. Uh, my mom ended up getting us uh, one of those. Got all the kids and us one of those. And uh, it was the Red Bull Soapbox Race in Lima, Peru. Wow. Hysterical. Uh, adults making their own soapbox race cars. Uh, they get in costume. Um, it's a it's a big, big deal, I guess, there for one weekend. Almost like a Mardi Gras kind of activity. Um and uh, I can't believe nobody's died. Oh, really? Yeah. I, it's it's concussions, probably several, but you'd have to check it out. So the Red Bull Soapbox Race in Lima, Peru. All right. Uh, but it's not kids. When you say soapbox. They're, they're adults. Okay, the adult race. They're right. adults. And some of them are, you know, some of the soapbox cars are stupid. I mean, they're, they're but they're, but it's an actual, they go downhill. I think it's a quarter quarter mile to a half okay, mile yeah and there's a so hair there's, okay. there's a hairpin turn but that's with like a like 15 soapbox, foot right huh that's on like the so did there used to be a soapbox derby track like right on 75 yeah there's well there still is i don't know if they race it all yet still but yeah okay. normally soapbox for your cub scouts and for your i mean that's just we blows we blows there you go <laughs> straight downhill you know what i mean okay and then there you know there's a little bit of an incline so they slow down no this has got ramps um, there's a hairpin turn with like a 15 foot, uh, uh, raised curve to get around. Oh, the, okay. So you either make it or you don't kind of a thing. Yep. Um, lots and lots of hay bales. I would say half the teams didn't make it. All right. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, when you say the echo dot, I don't know what, he, I don't even or know. Or echo you, show. Echo show. I don't know what that means. Well, it's just, it's a, you know, well, you said echo dot. So you have the echo and you say, Hey, echo play this song or echo. What's the temperature outside? Right. Well, this one's got a, t- a screen. It's oh, okay. got It's got like a little 10-inch monitor with it. And so... Suck on my big 10-inch! Oh, 
<laughs> what the? <laughs> a little Errol. I just dropped a little Errol Smith on you. I think only Chuck McPeak will appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, why? <laughs> so, no, I mean, and so if you want to, if you, I don't, I'm going to say FaceTime. That's an Apple product. But if you say, you know, Echo, call McKenna or Echo, call Max or call somebody and they happen to have one as well, you can FaceTime. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. But you can watch. You can sit there in the kitchen if you're doing stuff or eating dinner or cooking dinner. You can watch movies. You can whatever, you know. All right. Yeah. It's an Amazon product. Okay. I'll have to look into one of those. They're interesting. Can you link it to your TV so you don't have to watch it on the 10-inch screen, or can you? I don't know about that. All right. Before we finish it off with what I did actually watch... There are two, you, season three is on Netflix. I've talked about it in the past. Almost like a Dexter-type killer, season one and two, Liz and I really enjoyed. And then it, I've drawn a blank on the name of the other one, but it's also season three. And, re, and I know I've talked about this because we like Liz and I like seasons one and two. Season three is now out. And I want to say it's called Dark, Blind, Sight, because she's a, a blind, blind girl that... Okay. You know, puts herself in a lot of precarious... She drinks and screws all the time. Oh, you have? I remember you yeah, talking about and, that. And, uh, sight, blind, um, I, whatever the name of it is, but season three of that just started. But what Liz and I did watch on Peacock, the uh, Peacock Plus, Peacock Channel, whatever it's called, that we leached off of Justin on, because Justin had it, so he gave us his password sure. to download it, yeah. was Halloween Kills. Oh. And oh. now, the last one they came out with, the, the installment, I didn't really enjoy it. And I'm like, yeah, why are they coming out with another one? And apparently there's another one. It was a trilogy, the one that was out, Halloween Kills, and then next year is Halloween Dies or Halloween Ends, whatever. But I, I can't... I, I'm not going to say no spoiler alert, because really... It's Michael Myers and Halloween. I mean, not really, not really that in depth of a plot. <laughs> Why don't we get into the running car? <laughs> right, exactly. It's Are like, you insane? Let's go hide behind the chainsaws. <laughs> right. It's like so. It's like well, whatever. I mean, you know, you got to do this, that, and the other things. But so I won't tell you blow by blow for it. But um, the one, the two things, I three things I'll say. L- enjoyed it very much. Four things. So that's one. I enjoyed it very much. Second, there are a lot of. Oh, come on, man. Moments. It's like where it's like, <laughs> right. it's over the top. I yeah. mean, it's like, but hey, it's a fucking movie. Right. So you just deal with it. Right. Third thing is, maybe it is only third thing, but the third thing is <laughs> Anthony Michael Hall. Oh. Holy fuck, does he look terrible. I mean, I, well, I, you put, know, you know I, put I put on about 20 pounds. You know, I'm right. still lower than I was at my high point in April of two, tw- uh, 2018. But I'm about 30 pounds heavier than my low point of, you know, April, sure. uh, you know, October of 18, whatever. And I'm not saying I look the greatest. And, hey, we all age, but Anthony Michael Hall looks absolutely <laughs> fucking horrible. And had I not seen his name in the credits, yeah. I would not have known that was him. Now, he was, no, I'm thinking of the wrong person. I was going to say 24, but Michael Anthony Hall had had a show. What was it? 
He uh, had well, a, he was in, he he was in uh, Vacation. He was in Johnny B. Bad. No, I mean, Breakfast this, Club. this is as, I know back in the oh, day when he was like, that the, I don't know. you know, the, the teen phenom actor, but he had something. I'm going to, while we're talking about something or when, you know, I'm going to try to look that up quick because he had, and he, he didn't look too bad, but you could tell he was a little weathered. You know, and, and yeah, getting well, on in, in, yeah. In this movie, he wasn't weathered. He had this fucking shit. This, this leather had cracked, dilapidated, and it had died. I mean, it was bad. He looked horrible. All right. Now, and I guess, and I don't think it was making like because Jamie Lee Curtis also looks fucking horrible in this, like she has in the last two. But that I, that's makeup because you see Jamie Lee Curtis today. Yeah, she's older, but you know, fuck, yeah. she's sixty years old. Sure. You know, and she well, does. She looks decent at sixty. She looks fucking horrible in this movie. But I think it's a it's a Hollywood horrible. Whereas I think Anthony Michael Hall is just fucking, yeah, you know, right. Ten miles of bad road. Right. Well, I think the intent in that one with Jamie Lee Curtis is that she's she's really a lot of stress. A lot of stress. <laughs> yes, right. You know, I, you know, this is this guy. I've killed him a hundred thousand times, right. and he keeps fucking coming back. We know how bad our presidents look after four years, <laughs> That's and right. one term. You know, yep. and then but she's dealing with this every yeah. So oh, I knew there was four things. And the fourth thing is again, no spoiler alert. It's a Halloween. This fucking Michael Myers. He makes Rob Zombie's version of Michael Myers look like a pussy. <laughs> I mean, because this Michael Myers is off the hook. I mean, he's just ripping fucking everybody. I mean, you know, cause like if, if you look back on the first one, and I, and I was listening to a podcast on it, just because I find different podcasts, and they were breaking down Halloween. The podcast is actually from 2018 before this the first one of the trilogy came out. And it's like, well, you know, John Carpenter, there's no blood in Halloween. I mean, yeah, you might see it on the, like Linda's neck or whatever, but sure. you don't in the killings. There's no blood or anything. It's more the what's behind the the door type jump scare stuff. Ex- yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but th- this one, this this fucking Michael Myers is off the charts. <laughs> Not so. So they kind of took a they they yeah. they took a lead from Three Hundred or something. Well, and right, and like you know, could Rob Zombie if because if you watch Rob Zombie's Halloween. That Michael Myers is a badass. Right. This Michael Myers like Rob, makes Rob Zombie's Michael Myers look like a pussy. But uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah, for, hey, Dave, for, we talked before we started recording. We didn't have much to talk about in the first segment, and we uh, we found things to talk about. So I said we uh, go ahead and rate. Agreed. Merck Lovin'. Blake, thank you for coming on our pod, you know, 30 weeks ago. I'll continue to support your product. Love Awesome Brothers. Many of my favorites. I'm not going to say this is terrible, but it must be this uh, Syrian or the Ectopen, whatever I said it was. <laughs> um, hops. There's just a weird taste to it. I finished the pint. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to. And there's two more cans out in the fridge. I'll eventually drink them. Don't get me wrong. Uh, just wasn't. You know, when, right. I, when I see. Uh, Austin Brothers, I expect more. Drinkable, I can't even give it a three. I'm going to go 288. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I had to go a little higher than that. I'm enjoying it. It's it's hard for me to get a New England IPA that I do not enjoy. Um, there's probably been a couple of them, but I gave it a 3.45. All right. 
Because that, that, that pungent taste that we both had at the beginning, it did by the time I got down to the bottom, it, you know, or even halfway through, that kind of, that wore off a little bit. So all I've got is a murky New England. Yeah, there there was just a, a flavor of one of those hops that just yeah. probably like, um, uh, what's that uh, stuff my mom hates on, like nachos and Mexican food. Um, oh, such, uh, um, cilantro. Cilantro. Yeah. I don't mind it. My mom hates it. Right. So th- this must be like the cilantro version of that hop. Got it. Or that the hop sense. version of cilantro, whatever. You know what I mean. All right, what did our fine friends at on tap say? Huh. Well, we were both under those folks, but here, check this out. Now, on the on the Austin Brothers Facebook page, they did say Count Mercula is a limited release. Yeah. And this might be, since we've been doing the untapped rankings, might be a low. Because with how low? Thirty nine. Oh. Not thirty nine hundred. Not thirty nine thousand. Thirty nine. With thirty nine check ins, those folks averaged out at a three point seven nine. So they even liked it three tenths of a point more than you, and they liked it a lot more than I did. But again, hey, I'm I I won't I won't will not badmouth Austin Brothers. If the flavor's for you, it's for you. And I have two more cans. I'm not giving those fuckers away. I'll drink them. Right. But got to be honest. Hey, this pod's transparency rules, buddy. All right. Well, anyway, Dave, on to the second tasting from Flying Monkeys Craft Brewery. I know we've had a Flying Monkeys. I'd have to check the chart to see what actually the name was. But sticking with the Halloween theme, we have a paranormal imperial pumpkin ale and the cult of the pumpkin pouring with otherworldly orange glow the subtle blend of cinnamon ginger nutmeg and allspice swirl in the and my eyes aren't good enough to continue to read nor does anybody care unless you want to pick it up oh the meta swirl in the metaphysical balance of the spirited imperial body of this 10% alcohol beer brewed with roasted pumpkin and spices, paranormal, paranormal's rich mouthfeel and slightly hazy body. This sounds like a porno. (laughs) Emerge from a realm where substance and shadow cross. Tips the scales at a night high 10%, 65 IBUs. Woo! Extra strong beer, Flying Monkeys Carafe Brewery, Dunlop Street, Barrie, Ontario, Canada. Oh yeah. Well, right. you didn't remember that? No. Oh yeah, it's Canadian beer. Uh huh. Yep. And it's we, said it, was, we said it was a yam beer, right? I wonder if uh, I wonder if Mike Meyer, not the Mike Meyer, the the killer in Halloween, but the uh, the actor from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's Canadian, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he is. And I wonder if he got this for his um, character, uh, not Garth, but come on. Um, oh my God, am I seriously losing my mind? Wayne, 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 Wayne World, Wayne World got uh, this from for his character when he says "shot" and monkeys will come flying out of my butt. Might have, but. I- or did flying monkeys? I would say, I would say I would I would say flying monkeys came from there because I don't I bet you flying monkeys uh, craft brewing company 
is not nowhere that near. Old. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's nowhere near as that. I would old. agree. Big, big pumpkin flavor. <coughs> Whoa! Whoa! Live on the air, sneeze. Hey, we don't have a cough button on this. Now no, that no. would have been a sneeze button, but I sure. think they call it in the business a cough yeah. button. Nice technique too into the into the, the oh yeah. The COVID's elbow. taught me a lot. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Oh yeah, there's that's that's that wow. on the on the the scent, the notes scream. Nice fall, fall. beer. Yep. Oh yeah. Ooh, that warms the soul, bro. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. That that is rich with flavors. <clears throat> yeah. The cinnamon and the nutmeg almost hit you in the right in the teeth. That one it gave me a shiver right down from yeah the base of my neck. That was that's good. That's good. We we actually moved seg uh, segment two outside. Nice cool night. Yeah. Nice. I don't, is it fall yet? No, I think it falls October. Yeah, no, it is. Is it fall? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Nice, uh, cool fall night. North Studio. Drinking a little Paranormal Imperial Pumpkin Ale. Bonfire uh, would yeah, add yeah, to it. Yep. Yeah, for sure. All right, hey, pause right. Let's go out and get that bonfire started. <laughs> um, anyway, hey, second segment, uh, recent weeks, is our sports segment. Baseball. Uh, Big week in baseball. Yep. Braves eliminate the Brewers. Dodgers uh, beat the Giants in five. Red Sox beat the Rays 3-1. As listeners heard, the Red Sox take a 2-1 lead right on episode 95. Yeah. Yo, as we were recording, Christian Vasquez walked it off. Yeah. Um, I mean, it cost me a small fortune, but I got the Red Sox to <laughs> advance. I mean, so fast forward to the championship series. Uh, Red Sox lose game one. Five to four, five to three to the Astros. Yeah, Sale just didn't give enough innings, and the the, the Red Sox, the, the weakness of the Red Sox is their bullpen. They had to get nineteen outs from their bullpen. They're never they're never going to win having to do that. Sales coming off, and and I'm holding John Smoltz accountable for this because John Smoltz says, "Hey, because John Smoltz had Tommy John surgery, right?" He said, "The first year out, you go in spurts. You feel good." And then all of a sudden you, you you lose the touch of your pitches. He's expected a big year from Sale. He said he probably he'll probably never throw the ninety seven to ninety nine like he used to, but he'll get the feel back because it's going to be one year further removed from the Tommy John surgery. And but this year he's just struggling with it. Yeah. Time. So I'm holding right. I'm holding John Smoltz to that. I hope he's right. But um, they battled. They actually took a lead. And then, like I say, the uh, the Astros just banged away at the Red Sox bullpen, got the win. Yep. And then uh, game two, as they started the show <laughs> off, saying that you know I was in a grand mood, first te- first time ever that a team hit two grand slams in one postseason game. I wonder how many times that's happened in all of baseball, and much less the postseason. But in the first inning, J.D. Martinez, I text at, at the Fishman Eight. I said, hey. We left them loaded. Last time Sale pitched, or no, last night. Last, yeah, yeah last we night. left them loaded last night. Didn't get anything out of it. It cost us. We got to get something out of this. Kaboom, J.D. Martinez with a granny. Right. Second, Second inning. Second inning, Devers is up, bases loaded. Cam Windy texts me. Uh, one time, uh, not really a guess, he, he crashed the pod one night in Texas. 
Cam Wendy says, uh, I like what I'm seeing. I said, you know, he, he said, no, we could use a couple more. I said, I'd like another granny here. Like two pitches later, Devers, cry, grand slam, Kiki homered. Yeah. You, I and I must be as bad because he's batting 500 in the postseason, and I don't think I've seen the guy get a hit. So I've got to be his curse. So every time Kiki comes up, I think I'm going to turn the channel. Right. And um, or, they, or lay a few more on the opposing right. team. Yeah. Um, so then the funny thing is, you know, the the Red Sox hung on a one nine to five. It wasn't as close as the final score did. Alex Cora, um, he had an obligation with the Make a Wish Foundation, and the the guy that pitched the ninth inning for the Red Sox. His wish was to pitch in a big league game, so Alex Cora granted that, and the Astros got two runs off him. And because um, I have no idea who that was that was pitching in the bottom of the ninth for the oh, Red Sox. Shut Day. up! I did not. I didn't stick around. The, now for that, that was point. that was actually sarcasm, Dave. I, oh, I have no okay. idea who the guy was. I have no <laughs> you idea. were serious. No, yeah, come on. Dave. Oh, that, that was my yeah, you, know, you ruined all right, it for all the <laughs> listeners out there that were in the same boat I was. You know, I'm listening intently oh, yeah. to Mike. And oh, yeah, his. you ruined it perfectly. You got to explain the joke. The joke loses its humor. But anyway, but yeah, so the the game was never as close as the nine five final indicated. Um, the Braves walked it off in game one. Which, I'm sorry, I gotta go back. I'm like, how is that possible that like, they let you know in a championship series game? How did they let someone from the Make a Wish Foundation pitch in the ninth inning? I don't yeah. understand. Yeah, that's what I say. I mean, like I say, when you when, when, the, when the joke has to be broke down and explained, it kind of loses a little bit of luster. But hey, whatever. Um, and so the Braves want, walked it off on the Dodgers in game one of the NLCS. And that's the game, you know, the uh, pundits actually said the Braves had to win because tonight, Max Scherzer, by the way, it's 2 nothing top of the first. Or top of the first. Top of the second is 2 nothing Dodgers. <laughs> then tomorrow it's uh, Walker Beeler. Mm-hmm. And then in game four it's uh, Urias. Gotcha. No, not Uranus. Uranus. Yes. Um, so, starting pitching wise, the Dodgers really had the advantage. So, when that game was tied, they were talking, "Hey, the Braves really need to win this one because pitching wise, we're they're at a disadvantage." Sure. So the Braves did get the win there. Scherzer's pitching with a two nothing lead here in game two. So, yeah. You know, I, I'm gonna be honest. Be honest. Uh, with the listeners know. You know, it's fast. No bullshit. Not fast forward. Rewind back to the start of the baseball season. I didn't expect much of the Red Sox. I was happy Cora was back. The Red Sox were a buzzsaw in the first half. And I go back and listen. I I think I remember you using the word abomination. Well, no, the first half they were the the first place. Well, no, after that. Right, but then the first half, I'm like, hey, I'm all in at the, the altar of Cora. I mean, Cora is the man. Yeah. And so, and then, you know, at the all-star break, they, you know, they, they had a, uh, every, every team in the East made a move to get better. Red Sox pretty much stayed pat though. I am, you know, eating a little crow on that because Kyle Schwarber has really come through lately. So once again, yet reason number 2,777, I'm doing what I do, and I'm not in professional sports. But I still didn't think the Red Sox did enough. Then they had a ran into some COVID. 
Cora kept them above water. They weren't playing well. And I, I let the listeners know. I said, hey, they suck. I mean, they're, they're playing terrible. They didn't do anything at the trade deadline. They're not as good as this team. They're not as good as that team. And just like I thought, they'd be 1-1 with Houston in the American <laughs> League Championship Series. So, and isn't it ironic that, and I love it too, because, again, rewind all the pods. Go back uh 52 episodes, so go back to 47, give or take. And what was my take on the Astros and the cheating? Didn't give a fuck. If you're not if you're not cheating, you're not trying hard enough. It isn't something. The American League Championship Series, Houston Astros, supposed cheaters. Right. Boston Red Sox, managed by Alex Cora, who was a member of that cheating team. Hey, I don't care. And people are like, oh, they're cheaters. They're cheaters. Yeah, you know what? You say they're cheaters. I say your team sucks and you're not in it. So, and a clarification before we move on, and I'll give the floor to you for college football. Yes, I call it hedging my bets. I know, I'm again, like I said in segment one, full transparency to the listeners. I'm well aware, Dave, that my money does not affect the outcome of games. Now, if I bet a trillion dollars, that could cause somebody to make a phone call and say, hey, there's a trillion dollars. I don't bet that much money. Right. So my money has no outcome on the bearing of the game. I bet against my team, not because I'm a Fairweather fan. Oh, no. Because I'm the, the world's biggest poor sport. And I bet against my team, not saying that it makes a difference. Right. Me betting against my team does not enable the Red Sox to win. Me betting against the Red Sox enables... My marriage to continue, my TVs to be intact, my remote controls to be intact, friendships right. not to be lost. Because at 54 years old, I am still as a, a fan. Because fan is short for fanatic. Yeah. And at 54 years and I am a fanatic. A fucking poor sport crybaby. Am I proud to say that? No, yeah. but it's a fact. So right. that's why we... If, that's good, Mike. Because, like, you know, recognition is the first step in all 12-step programs. Exactly. Yeah. In, like, in episode 95, when it was a tie game, and I put $150 to win 280 or whatever it was on the Astros, Right. I didn't want the Astros to win. Astros. The Rays. I didn't want the Rays <laughs> to win. Right. But I'm like, well, I don't want to smash Dave's computer... <laughs> And throw something through his and I TV. I appreciate that. I appreciate that to the bottom of my Because in this way, it's like, hey, if the, if the Braves would have won, I'd have been like, fuck! All right, well, I got 270 bucks. Right. <laughs> you know? You know? Right. And, but had I, so it's just, that's my therapy to bet. So yep. I know that, I know as the, at the Fishman, because at the Fishman 8 always calls me out and says, well, you really think you have the control over the game? No. But I have control over how I react, right? When I have money on it, right? So, and for those of us that have seen you actually chuck things, yes. So, yeah, it's um, uh, it's it's no, it's a refreshing uh, sign of maturity, Mike. And uh, those of us that are with you during these times, we greatly appreciate your. It's costly, but it's uh, anyway less right. costly. You're you're minimizing your costs, as opposed to replacing True, yep, TVs call, and phones and yep, yeah. So it is a financial decision on, right. on another level. So anyway. Uh, on to college football. College football. All right, here we go. I'm going to try to buzz through this. There was a lot going on this week. Uh, U of M uh, in the Big Ten. U of M 
Penn State and Ohio State had buys. Okay? Yep. So they're part of the top ten as far as the Associated Press yep. top ten. All right, MSU defeated Indiana. Decent win. Kind of a nail-biter there towards the end, 20-15. to 15. I will say this. I'm starting to get on board uh, with their plan, with their players. They've got enough weapons, MSU does, that if in the second half of this season, if they start to click. Right now, they're just, they got a lot of third-down conversion. The only reason they beat Indiana was they converted on third-down a lot. Third and 19. Third and 8. Actually, third the, only reason, the only reason they beat Indiana was because that guy had to pick six. At an opportune time, yeah, and I mean, but I mean, that's what offensively and defensively right. they've got. They've picked up these weapons, right. these players from these different schools from the from the portal. And I'm saying, once everybody gets on board and the confidence just keeps building and building, and they start clicking, um, I think at least one time before the end of the season, they're going to take a top. Do they play it well? It, yeah, if you want to get into that, right? If you want to finish the college, because we'll get back to Michigan State. If you want to finish the college, all right. Well, I'll finish that. All, then. Right. all right. So um, Georgia stays on top, beat Kentucky, right? Number two, Iowa. Now, last week when you were talking about, you know, what was probably going to end up happening with the uh, with the rankings, um, I don't think you thought Iowa was, was going to get spanked by number twenty four Purdue. No, so they did. So they took a at hard fall at home at, home, at Iowa, spanked. the stadium that they that they uh, they uh, you know ransacked the field and I, oh did you hear about the fines? Mm-hmm. I I can't remember what conference got fined what, but there were three conferences for storming the field yep. for for storming yeah. the field. Uh, what was it? ACC, SEC, and the Big Ten. One of them was a hundred thousand dollar fine to the school. The other was a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine to the school. And do you, do you know what Iowa got fined for uh, storming the field in the Big Ten? Hundred. Nothing. Oh. Right. Zero. So that's why the Big Ten is the best school in the country, or the best uh, conference in the country. So anyway, uh, so with Iowa falling to number eleven from two to eleven, everybody moved up one. So Cincinnati now this week is two. Uh, Oklahoma University is three. Alabama is four. Uh, Ohio State moved up to five. Now, U of M somehow on a bye week moved up two places to number six. That's just U of M getting... No, no, no. That Well, the Penn, State, Press. Penn, Penn State, State. I, Iowa got ass raped, so they dropped way out. Because, to 11. Right. So right. that enables Michigan to move up one spot. And then who else in the top I looked ten? Today, I looked today. I looked. You know, it came out today. Michigan, Michigan moved up to six. Penn State stayed the same at seven because they've got that loss to Iowa, right? Yep. All right. And then Oklahoma State moved to eight. Oregon and Michigan State just switched spots, nine and ten. So Michigan State's nine, Oregon is ten, and then Iowa's at eleven. And Old Miss is sitting down there, I think, at twelve. Oh. And Ole Miss is my my new favorite. Yeah, I, I thought they were I got a, your new I, favorite. I, I, yeah. got a, I got a shit can the U because the U is an embarrassment. Fire Manny <laughs> Fernandez. Fuck, the, I still love the U, but fuck the U. I want to. Another one of my favorite thirty for thirties is the Ghost of Ole Miss, about a nineteen sixty one Ole Miss team. This Ole Miss team would kick the shit out of that Ole Miss team, <laughs> and they're fun to watch. Matt Coral is fun to watch, and. 
I'm almost certain it's the Virgin Mary tattooed on his right arm, so how can you go wrong there? <laughs> I mean, you almost feel he's blessed right. you know, okay. when he's throwing. Oh, yeah. But um, if you want to talk about fines, the, the, speaking of fines, there should be a fine for Tennessee. Yeah, that's I've got that article up here because right now. Yeah. That that game was delayed 20 minutes because and the, the it would Lane okay. Kiffin got hit with a golf ball. Who brings a golf ball to a That's the actual point. Why would you have a golf ball with you number 1? Number 2, he I think it was kind of like a deflected. I think they made more that he got hit with it, but he I cuz I saw the footage of him picking it up and but the thing is there's two bad things to this is because I don't know if you've noticed they were they were drinking beer at that game, so there must be beer sales at that place. I wonder if that will hurt beer sales because maybe because it is a college event because I don't think you can buy beer at every college venue. I don't think at everyone no. So I wonder if Tennessee is going to lose that privilege because of this incident incident because. If you stood and looked at it, the the correct call was made. He was short by a half a yard on fourth down. Right. And then they just bombarded the field with this, that, and the other thing. Kiffin pulled his team kind of like the middle of the field, kind of like uh, the Red Sox did against the Yankees in 2004. And um, Let's keep him safe. Yeah, because yeah. you know, just like, well, how far can you throw that fucking thing? So we'll kind of get into the middle. <laughs> And then, you know, Ole Miss won that game. So if you're going to find a team, you know, for all these stupid COVID reasons, and what difference does it make if you run onto the field or if you're fucking cheering in the stands with no mask? Why does it make COVID more prevalent on the field? I, I brought up that point the other day with all the pictures of all the, you know, the, the student sections and everybody arm in arm and pretty much like, you know, like U of M Stadium. Yeah. I've been in that stadium. You literally have six inches for your ass on that bench. Yes. You're 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 in each other's lap, right? So don't. I mean, that's dumb. If you're right. gonna yeah, do COVID so, stuff, yeah. So if they're gonna, if teams for storming the field for COVID reasons are getting fined, then Tennessee should be fined tenfold because that was that was ridiculous. Yeah, agreed. Just like Charlie Steiner said, Yankee fans, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> so substitute volunteer for Yankee fans. Yeah. So now. I want to give you a little something here. I'm going to go on record. Yeah. And it won't sit well. Hopefully, Michigan doesn't lay an egg against Northwestern. So we have, you know, it'll be right. big interest in the state, 7-0 and versus 7-0. and Right. And I think what, Mel Tucker, yep. his name? Yep. I think Mel Tucker's got the program going in the right direction. No no question. Okay. And Michigan but. State is 7-0. and you heard it here first on episode 96 of Flight, Football, and Anything Else. Purdue is in the top 25 now with that victory, but Purdue blows ass. Michigan State <laughs> will beat Purdue. They'll beat Maryland. So that's 7-0, 8-0, 9-0. <laughs> Michigan State will not finish any better than 9-3. and So you think they're, they're, they're going to lose they're, against the big dogs? They're going to lose to Michigan. Okay. They're going to lose to Ohio State. And they're going to lose to Penn State. So you're saying we've got a chance. Yep. You know, so and obviously nine and three is not going to be a, in the playoffs. Should get him a decent bowl. And like I said, a good start to yeah. Tucker's program. Sure. But okay. Michigan at seven and zero, 
with five games to go, Michigan State will have at least three losses when season ends. You heard it here first in episode 96. And I'm going to say they're going to beat one of those. They're going to beat Michigan, Ohio State. Um, well, Penn State's at home. Penn State. They, the Penn State is at home. That might be the game. But I'm thinking they might. Yeah, I'm sticking to it. They will have three losses when, when all said and done. So that's right. my story, and I'm sticking to it. NFL. The end. F. L. All right. Let me pour the rest of my paranormal in there. All right. Where where do we start here? All right. I'm going to get right off, right off front with my bread and butter. The Bears drop a decision to Green Bay 24-14. And two notes from this game. Number one, I don't know if anybody saw the game. Um, but the last touchdown by the Packers was like a eight-ish yard run by Aaron Rodgers in the you know yeah to the pylon into the end zone got knocked down. He gave the old discount double check champion belt and looked into the crowd and said, "I still own you. I still own you." Which, by the way, Barstool Sports Dave Portnoy's already got a green and yellow shirt that says, "I still own you." And hey, you can't even hate the man for that. And as a Bear fan, I can't even hate the man for that because he fucking does. Yeah. I mean, he beats them every time they play. He's as cool as the other side of the pillow, as Stuart Scott would say. And I, Stuart Scott might get royalties from this podcast at one point. I think there, I, there, that's a very good possibility. Um, but here's my take on this: is like you, the NFL is designed for offense. They want points, excitement, boom, 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 score, 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 fucking pinball machine, Madden, the Madden game, 99-98. I, yeah. th- I think the NFL would, Roger Goodell would uh, oh, yeah. have, have a nocturnal emission if, they, <laughs> if games were 99-98. And every uh, most offenses, even I mean, even the only winless team in the NFL, the Detroit Lions, their offense kind of like gets it going, a little shake, rattle, roll, moves up and down. And, you know, you, you, you know what analogies I always draw? Yours truly always draws. Always to the porn industry. I mean, it's. Or it, half. It's a, uh, you know, most offenses in the NFL are like a uh, Don Juan type romance. Or let's let's dirty it up a little bit here, Dave, a little, a little Peter North. Wood Pound, Wood Lane to sure. uh, uh, Christy Canyon, okay, or a little Ron Jeremy to uh, Nina Harley, you know, and it's just like a, you know, it's like a thing of beauty. It's just like, uh, whereas the Bears' offense, that stuff just comes flying right off. Yeah, whereas like the Bears' offense, yeah, it's like watching Matthew Broderick have sex for the first time in Biloxi Blues. Hey, listen, could you please be quiet? This doesn't even have to be good. I just want to get it over with. That's the fucking Bears offense. The Bears offense is Matthew Broderick losing his virginity in Biloxi Blues while the rest of the NFL is Ron, and Peter North and Ron Jeremy just laying the wood. It's like it's an embarrassment. It's just, and I think field, if, if they don't ruin them, I think Fields can be there. But Nagy came out, he's not calling the plays now. In the, in the first series, it was like, you know, they did they mixed it up, they mixed it up. Then the other team makes an adjustment, and then the Bears are like, oh, I don't know, what do we do? And it's the same old shit. 
They're three and three. I mean, they're they're not even good enough to be three and three. Fuck the teams they beat are shit anyway. So, but anyway, that I just wanted to say that, and I can't even hate on Aaron Rodgers because, as I you, everybody's listening up to previous pods, well, I think Aaron Rodgers is one cool customer. So, uh, I can't even hate that. Uh my youngest son Nick's happy. The Jags walked it off, fifty-three yard field goal in London. Nice. Uh, their first victory. Uh, Arizona took Cleveland to the woodshed in Cleveland, and this is the one of the games. Speaking of betting, this is an LM. That was an LMM, and I have no fucking idea why I didn't fucking go all in on this motherfucker. The fucking Browns were a three and a half point favorite. Some people say, well, because Cliff Kingsbury tested positive. Who gives a fuck if the NFL coach tests positive for COVID and wasn't going to be there? I mean, somebody else is running the show. Who gives a shit? In, in Arizona, the undefeated Arizona Cardinals were getting points. There was no, and, and I didn't bet it. That's how dumb of a fucking gambler I am. But they, they took Cleveland to the woodshed. And um, in the statement game of the day, in my opinion... The Baltimore Ravens pulled a Kurt Russell as Wyatt Earp in the movie uh, uh, Tombstone. Tombstone yeah. and said, you're going to skin that smoke wagon or stand there and bleed and fucking just whipped the Los Angeles Chargers 34-6. to The Chargers were the 4-1, the, the just coming off a win against the Chiefs. Justin Herbert, second year, he's great. They're this, they're that, they're this, they're that. And fucking the Ravens just kicked them right in the teeth. Curb stomped their ass and left them for dead. I mean, and, and Lamar Jackson didn't even play. Lamar Jackson didn't even do a Lamar Jackson right. like he did Monday night in Indianapolis. Yeah, they I just mean, played solid yeah, football. Solid football, and the, the Ravens just beat the shit out of them. So, anyway, yeah. that's the NFL. And hockey started. I hope to get... Uh, at EPOD FFA's ice picks up and running. I got to get a feel for how the season's going. Hell, the Red Wings have even won a game already. What? No, they they actually look pretty good in their first game. Um, and now his name's escaping me. Yeah, he had four. He had uh, the four goals. Somebody for the Red Wings had four goals? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. I know they won their first game. I didn't see that somebody had four well, goals. Well, they actually, it was in a loss. Oh, they that was the game they lost in overtime then. Yeah, we'll, be, yeah, we'll fact check, we'll fact yeah, check yeah. ourselves there. Now we're getting that. You're getting me confused. And I may be confused. But anyway, yeah, so, but hell, there's still, there, there's 80 games left in the NHL. So we we got to focus on baseball, college football, and NFL before we deep dive into uh, Agreed. Um, yeah. hockey. Yeah. You ready to rate this? Yes, I am. My turn first. Yes, sir. This is a great fall beer. Oh my God! Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 4.0. 4.0. It's got a little refreshing piece to it, but all the cinnamon, all the nutmeg, all the fall, you know, spices and stuff are coming out. Um, it's not overpowering. Delicious. Well, and I wish I would have had it written down so the listeners couldn't cry wolf. Yeah. And 96 times three, 18. R- roughly 288 beers tasted. I think we've had the same rating. Uh, Handful. It, yeah, I don't think it's more than five. Yeah. But add one more to the list because before you, I thought you were going to take a little time to analyze it. Yeah. I had in my mind, I'm, I said to myself, I'm going four on this one. Based on the first tasting, that's how much more I liked it than the first tasting. 
So I, I had four in my mind. You said four. I'm not going to change my rating just to be different. I'm going to go four. All right. So what do we got from uh, Untapped? All right. Untapped. All right. Quite a bit more. So the old flying monkeys is a little bigger outreach. 11.9 thousand. So uh, nearly, basically 12,000 check-ins. They came in. Eh, we like, for the change, we actually liked it better than Untapped. Not ridiculously large amount, but it, Untapped was 3.7. Oh. One. Well, that shocks me. Yeah, you know, within three tenths of a point. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, even even so, some people. See, the, but, I mean, you're 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 buying a, it's got a pumpkin on it. You're it's an and the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, it's whatever they. But this is clearly a fall. Oh, the Loch Ness monster. That's the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, well, I don't know what you're talking about. It. No, Which but I'm, where the, the, I'm the, saying you're, you're. How do you? Some people would have had to have rated this a low three. Yeah, the twelve thousand people. A, that rated this actually are lower than the 39 that rated the first one at three points. There's no way that this beer is not better than the first beer. Yeah, but at but at 39 check-ins with the, yeah that, yeah that that's a small sample size. I get that. It's a but, small sample size and maybe a but lot there's of no way that and... there's no way Count Merculov is better than Paranormal. No. All right, Dave. Well, good news, bad news. Good news is we're about to do our third tasting. Bad news is well, it's our third tasting. Another Austin Brothers Beer Company special in what I can only imagine is a uh, tribute to the movie Superbad. Super yeah. Because we have Merck Lovin. And the reason I say it's a tribute to Superbad, for those who haven't seen Superbad, is it's an, a Hawaii ID and Merck Lovin is the name on the Hawaii ID. You know, go ahead and uh, YouTube Superbad, and you'll find out. So this comes in at, and like we talked pre-pod, David, I think this <laughs> is fixed. It's 6.9% alcohol, 69 IBUs. So Austin yeah. Brothers. So yeah, and also I'll say this that the that the picture on the fake ID, the Hawaiian fake ID on here, does not look like a future pedophile. No, yeah. Because obviously they couldn't use the same picture from the movie. They'd probably be sued. I'm going to reach out to one of my, my co-workers, David Rushing, and ask him if he knows who that picture on... It's not Blake Austin. Austin. No, it's not Blake Austin. Yeah. But it's a friend. Because we've met Blake, and it's not it Blake. It almost has to be somebody they know, because like if this was, yeah, like, yeah. If this was you... They'd have to get permission. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway... Um, 6.9% alcohol, 69 IBUs. So, without further ado, we're each going into the not a big deal glass. Just again, another, they really spend a lot of time on these cans, coming up with some really creative stuff. All right. Good pour. Cheers. Cheers. There's there's grapefruit notes there. Yep. Well, I made sure. I was looking at the can, and um, it's uh, Galaxy Citra and uh, Mandarina Bavaria. So those are pretty standard. You yes. Know, I, I knew those would be hops that Mike would like. All right. So 
anyway, before we get to our random question. Yes. I putz around the internet, listen to other podcasts, kind of fact check those other podcasts. Yeah. And what I found was I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version of this case. It happened in 2012, June of this year is when the the jury the judgment finally came down and and supposedly later this month the uh, sentencing will come down but anyway so first and foremost not making a joke of the fact that a 13 year old died okay of course right but the news story is Um, After six and a half hours of deliberations, a Colorado jury on Friday found Mark Redwine guilty of second-degree murder for killing his 13-year-old son, Dylan, in a fit of rage after the boy found photos of Redwine wearing a red bra and eating feces from a diaper. So, now... Where do you find this stuff? Well, like I said, this is... I wanted to make sure they weren't making it up. This is also from the Jesselneck Rosenthal Vanity Project, JRVP, Junior Vice President. And I I thought it was so bizarre. I said, there's no way this could possibly be true. So I fucking Googled it. And lo and behold, it is a real story. And again, there's no joke that a, a kid lost his life. That's not the joke. The my question to you is like, all right, you like dressing in women's clothes? Hey, that's cool. Whatever. Hey, be you, Dave. Sure. You know, rock it. The second half of that. Well, you know, is- hey, even if you're going to eat shit out of a diaper, hey, be you, man. Roll, roll with it. Now, the, 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 no. the, the question is, <laughs> the, but no, my question is, pictures? You really have to have pictures of this? And here's here's my question to you, and this is actually almost a decent random question, but it's not our random There's question. There's nothing tonight. decent about this story, Mike. But it's like, all right, let's say, let's say you find, I won't put anybody else that you know in this precarious situation. So let's say you find pictures of me in women's lingerie eating shit from a diaper. Right. What do I do? Do you bring it to my attention? Do you call me on it? Do you just like, yikes, fuck this guy, and then never talk to me again? Or how do you handle that situation, Dave? That's what. That's my question. We've been friends long enough. You're saying like right now today. Yeah, you see, you find fucking right. find a picture of me yeah. in fucking women's oh, no. laundry oh, no. shit from a diaper. No, we have an intervention and we get you some help. Yep. Well, see, I don't even know. I'm, I I'm almost like. I just don't want it to snowball into something else. No, I, you know I'm I mean? like, I'm like, look, if I if, if the tables are reversed, and I'm like, all right, well, I'll just tell David I can't drink beer anymore. I got a bad ulcer, and I'm done. And I'm, I'm not even gonna give you a heads up. It's like if I find a picture of you, hey, if I find a picture of you in women's clothing, I'm probably gonna give it a like on Facebook. Eating shit out of a diaper in women's clothing, well. Yeah, that's that's just too weird. I'm not even gonna bring that up because, like, I, I mean, and I guess the bigger question is like, all right, let's say that's you. Okay, whatever. That it's me. It's you. Like dressing women's clothing. Okay, cool. You know the the material rubbing on your 
What? Yeah, okay, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> you know, why, why eat shit on a diaper? That's yeah. It, that's, that's what, what I, I was. Yeah, that's that. that but here, right but here, here, here is the the hammer. Okay. Here is the fucking hammer of the story. Yeah. Do you need the picture of that? Yeah. I mean, where, where yeah. is that picture ever going to come in handy positively? Because if you like it that much, it's like, you know what? Hey, I'll just do it again. You know, I'll put, oh, shit. I'll put on more, you know, uh, instead of uh, right. red lingerie, I'll wear blue lingerie and eat more shit out of a diaper. Well, he's got a kid, so maybe there's a family involved, and so maybe he just doesn't But have that's the, time the story to... of the kid. And that's why the kid, it was on a uh, court-ordered mandated visit because the kid didn't even want to be there because they because uh, this was right. back in 2012 that right. happened. Right, So Right, so. I mean, it's just like. Yeah, I don't, yeah. yeah okay. The death of the kid, obviously, is the tragic part of the story. Yeah. And that's, I'm not even making light of that part of the story, but it's like, I mean, okay, hey, if you're into that. I mean, I like doing some pretty wacky things, but I don't fucking no, necessarily that's, that's videotape everything. That's a... I don't necessarily videotape everything I do. That's not a quirky, wacky thing, Mike. That's, that's you know, disturbing you, you, is what it is. And so, yeah, no, you, you, you try to get help for that individual because, you know, if they're doing that now, who knows what the hell they're going to be doing later. So and obviously there was a problem if they killed their own child. If you saw me, if you saw a picture of me doing that, you try to get out. If Hell I yes. saw, oh, see, not me. If I saw, there's a, a straight jacket with your name on it. No, if I saw a picture of you doing that, I mean, I would just be like, you'd be like, hey, uh, what time are we doing the podcast? I'd ghost you. I'd, I'd just ghost you. And then you'd walk over to the North Studio and we'd be gone and you'd be like, huh? What? Mike. Well, hey, Mike, where are you at? And then like on Tuesday, I'd send you a text. Oh, yeah, Dave. Um, uh, my lung collapsed and <laughs> I was rushed to emergency. Sorry, I couldn't get back with it. And then the All next right. weekend, you'd want to do the pod, All and right. I'd be like, "Yeah." So I know, I know where I stand with you. I'm just a, I'm just a device to get you, you know, a podcast. No, but you don't care. You're no, not trying well, to get. Well, not, not, not gonna, if you're eating shit out of a diaper. <laughs> no, I don't care. You're not, you're not going to try to get me healthy. I see how it works. All right, so. This is a bummer because I thought I thought I had a little story here that was going to grab people's attention, but uh, clearly not as much as your story. <laughs> oh my god! So I don't know if anybody knew about this, and I actually heard this story. I don't know, maybe a decade ago, that um, uh, Christchurch is a town in New Zealand. Okay, yeah. and I knew. I, I remember hearing this story. I don't know if I knew about it. It's not like I think about it every day. But I, I remember them having a wizard on the payroll. It was kind of a story because obviously um, uh, the uh, uh, Gandalf, the um, uh, two towers. What the? F Why am I having such a brain fart right now? Oh, what's the name of the damn movie? I'm, I'm uh, Gandalf, the wizard. Um, hey, anyway. Potter. No, Jesus, no. I can tell you don't watch this genre at all. No, no. Um, anyway. Two times, I'm thinking uh, <laughs> a porn. Muhammad Okaj. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, you uh, reference a porn. Yeah, that's great. Um, no, Jesus. that was referencing 9-11. What? Muhammad Akkad. Wasn't that the guy who fucking crashed the plane in the Twin Towers? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I thought I you were referencing a porn again. Oh no! Clearly, we're in the third tasting yeah. right now, and nothing's working right. So, uh, anyway, 
Yeah, now that you said Harry Potter, I can't get that out of my damn head. But, um, you know, they did some movies. They did uh, uh, those movies. And Gandalf, the wizard. So they actually, Christchurch has had a wizard on the payroll that they have just now since shit-canned. So uh, in USA Today, official wizard of New Zealand fired by city council after more than two decades. So he was making about, uh, it says uh, U.S. dollars, about $11,000. A year? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> about 11000 U.S., 16000 in New Zealand dollars, for acts of wizardry and other wizard-like services. The city's assistant chief executive, Lynn McClellan, said in a statement to USA Today, <laughs> the council's grateful for the valuable and special contribution the wizard made to our city's cultural life, and he will forever be a part of our history. See you later, buddy. Sayonara. You are a huge nerd. <laughs> he was making only $11,000 a year, and that was I'm sure life. it was a side gig. Well, and know. he's a wizard? Yeah, that's, that's the guy right there. I thought a wizard would be a, a baller or something. I bet he ate shit out of a diaper, too. <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, Are you kidding no. me? $11,000. They A church paid a wizard. I wonder what church. No, not Christchurch. It's a town. Oh, Christ. Okay. <laughs> what were they paying him to do? Wizard-like services. Uh, <laughs> what, is, what, what are wizard-like services? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, wizardry and other wizard-like services. Yeah. All right, then. Which then segues us into my next kind of like oddball news story. Uh, there's a California man that's suing a psychic who could who said she could remove a witch's curse uh, from the guy's ex. So he felt like he was defrauded. He paid $5,100 to the psychic to remove a curse. And uh, apparently it didn't happen. So he's looking for $25,000 in damages. Now... Not just his yeah, five, well, I was gonna say, not just his five grand back. Fifty one hundred dollars. You like Judge Marilyn Millian always used to always says, "Court is about making you whole." Right. It's not about Ching Ching making that cash register ring. Right. So now, if he was, if he thought he was defrauded because you didn't leave a spell, give me my fifty one hundred. I'll back his. I, I like that loss. It's like, hey, fuck. Yeah. She's still fucking riding my ass, causing me all sorts of grief. You didn't do shit. I want my 5100 back. I'm with him on that. Right. 25 grand? You lost me there, buddy. I mean, because, right. you know. Stay tuned, because yeah, we might uh, follow that one. We'll, yeah, we'll let you know. On- suck it up, buddy, because you ain't lost that much money. Right. Now, this next one, did you see by any chance the video? It went viral. The guy that had the gator in his driveway, and he ended up getting it into the garbage can. No. And then taking the garbage can, you know, it looked like across the street into the neighborhood swamp and dumping them back into the... Nope. Okay. So now he's back, and now he's removing like a large, I don't know, python-type larger snake from his house. So real, not real. Figured, you know, his first video went viral, so he's... Said, honey. The large snake is actually his dead wife who he murdered. <laughs> no, it's actually a picture of a snake. I don't like so. I don't believe it. How do you have a you you release a large alligator and then a large snake? Yeah. He's bullshit. This is bullshit. Okay. I call bullshit on that. Story. All right, that's what I want to know. You know what I mean? 
So he got his he got his fifteen minutes of fame and then wanted another fifteen. Possibly. Alright. So here we are. Random question time, Mike. I think so. Yeah. Alright. After much thought. Yep. You'll go three, I'll go three, you go two, I'll go two, I'll go you go one, I'll go one. The greatest sensations that you experience, not necessarily daily, but on a regular basis, and I don't mean anything of the sexual nature, you fucking pervert. <laughs> okay, I was wondering where this was going. Oh, uh, so that was the question. Mm-hmm. So I got to do three? Yep, you, you give your third, I'll give my third. Like what creates them or no, what? What what what, uh, what is it? In fact, let me let me take some heat off you. All right. My number three is a good old fashioned from the gut sneeze. Not the sneeze that actually like hurts you, but the like, <gasps> and then uh, you know yeah, a little bit of sinuses relieved, you know. Congestion cleared. A just a good old fashioned sneeze is yeah. my number three yeah. feeling. Robin wants you again, by the way. I'm I'm just messing yeah. with you. Your phone went off. All right, so sneeze is number three. That's mine. Okay. Who's what is your number three? Uh and again, it's nothing you know, you gotta get your mind out of the gutter, Dave. I know where it is. You have no, to let's say on. you got a little let's say you got a little pressure down there. Okay, and you let a you, you know you release a little gas, a little pressure. Sometimes that'll just make your day go a lot better. Really? All right. So you're saying a fart. You just don't want to say it on, on the radio. Well, right? I can say fart, but I just wanted to paint that picture so people could appreciate. You know, if I just said fart, they might think that I'm just, you know, being funny. But, I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? You got feel a little uncomfortable, and then, you know, boom. You let it go, and now you can move on with your day. All right. My number two is the good old, you know, like it might be midday. You you take a, even if it's like a four minute nap in the chair, it might be first thing in the morning where you, a good old fashioned stretch where like maybe it's something in your breastbone cracks. Yeah. Something in your knee cracks. Maybe your neck, you get a little. Yep. A nice, unforced. Sure. Stretch. Gotcha. Yeah, you kind of took one of mine because I do visit the chiropractor every once in a while, so I don't know if mine, if I could say that again. But hey, if that's your number two. It's your number two. I mean, you know. Yeah. You know, so. uh, I mean, I'll, I, because that happens. I get you know a few joints here, or there, neck. You know, parts of the back that lock up every once in a while get pretty tight. You know, makes the day kind of miserable. Uh, and if I can't get it myself, like you said, through a stretch or, you know, rolling on a basketball or something like that, then uh, if I go to the chiropractor um, and it gets released, that's a pretty awesome feeling walking out of there relieved. My number one is... Easy and subtle as it is, you know. Yeah. You know, you, know, you, you, you ate a steak or s- something chewy the night before. There's just something. They're just. Yeah. Just fucking caught up in there. In your tooth. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you finally 
release that fucker yeah. and get it out, it's like, ah! <laughs> you, I mean, you're, you, and then you can always tell how long it's been in there. Like, cause like, um, if, if it's a piece of meat that's been there like a day or two, yeah. when you finally get out, there's almost like a stench to it. <laughs> Right, because you know it's yeah. rotting meat. I yeah, mean, rotten meat has been sitting up in your teeth, and it's twofold. It's like, oh, that stunk, and ah, oh, what a relief! And I've been fucking working it with my 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 fucking finger, my tongue, you know, water, yeah. everything. So finally, it's out. So releasing, getting something caught out from under your teeth, is my greatest. Now, my number one uh, happened this last week where we had our first our first evening where it was cold and rainy. Um, not necessarily a downpour, but just a heavy, heavy mist or just a, a steady rain. But um, we had a cross-country meet that I was working, and I was actually driving the gator that led the group through the cross-country course. And so when we started, it wasn't raining. But for the most of it, it was raining. It was wet. It got probably down low 50s, high 40s. And so uh, that feeling when you, your hands start to get cold, you know, obviously it wasn't that cold that they were numb. Right. But, you know, that time when you're just, you're wet, you're damp, you're, you're soaked to the bone and you're, 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 you're cold and you turn that shower on and you start to get into the shower. Now there's maybe a... There's maybe like a, a minute or two where it stings. You know, you get the the, the, the stinging uh, needles in your fingers and stuff like that. But after, you know, about two minutes in and you're in that warm shower, it's just like, oh, my God, I don't want to get out. My body's starting to finally warm up after hours of being out there in the in the cold, in the rain. Um, that's an amazing feeling. Amen. Yeah. Good question. Hey, thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm here for, Dave. All right. I mean, well, I, can I don't. See. I don't make seven figures at this podcast for nothing. I got to bring something to the table. Clearly, so uh, I see you're finished. Let's rate this. All right, enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it probably would be higher if not for my style of rating beers. I kind of rate by the night. I went two eight eight on the Count Mercula. Paranormal was a four point zero zero. I liked Merclovin better than Count Mercula, but I did like Paranormal, the Imperial Pumpkin Ale, better. So I went with the 3.80. All right. For Merclovin. All right. For myself, uh, for a lot of the reasons that you mentioned, boom, I had mine written already down on there 3.60. All right. So. 3.6. It was both of our mid favorite. You know, it was a, both of our number twos. Actually, we were right in line. Our our rating of Count Mercula was a little off, but that was your least favorite. Both of our favorites was Paranormal, and in the middle was Merclovin. So yeah. What, um, what was the untapped on untapped that? at only three times more check-ins than Count Mercula with 127 check-ins. They came in at 3.91. 3.91. All right. Well, they've got a pretty loyal crowd there with Austin Brothers, so, you know, it stands to reason, especially if you oh. really especially if you really like this Murky series. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a, a, 
a quality beer. And it would be interesting if, if we didn't have the paranormal, I may have went, because like I've always told the listeners, Dave, I mean, we've tasted almost 300 beers. I mean, I wish I was rain man enough to say, hey, um, well, on episode three, uh, beer X, I kind of liked it a little bit better than episode 17, beer two, and and, and then had it broke down to 3.18, and could spit that off to you. I mean, that would be genius. It'd be like, wow, this guy is fucking out of his mind. So... But obviously, I can't do that. I'm, I may be out of my mind, but I can't do that. So it's like, all right, the first beer I went 288. Second beer I liked a lot more than the first beer I went four. Yep. And then third beer, I was like, well, I don't like it as much as the second beer, but I liked it more than the first beer, so I came up with that rating. Right. Scientific? Ah, probably absolutely not, but... It hey, works. Hey, this is our podcast. Right. We do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, so... All right. 3.91 out of 127 check-ins. Got it. And you know what? Yep. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, oh, all no. good things come to an end, Dave, but <sighs> yeah. the least favorite part of the pod, as I look down on the bottom of my glass, I can see I've been long out of beer. And as the late great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home. <laughs> but you gotta get the heck up out of here.